It's your girl, Brittany Johnson, alongside Sasha Bloom. Sasha, what's going on, man? Making news in Utah again, aren't we? <laughs> you win, we you rush the court, you push people, you F the line. <laughs> we going global, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and never for positivity. <laughs> so explain to the people what we just heard during that introduction. So giant upset, uh, Utah State beat Nevada, which is number 12 in the country. And the home stadium rushed the court. Apparently a player got pushed. Apparently a Utah State coach, when they were doing the handshake line, said F you to every single player and coach. Thus started a conflagration of a Nevada player who in the back tunnel put his hand through a No, 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 no. He didn't put his hand through it. He beat the heck out of the glass and broke it. Jordan Caroline. <laughs> yeah, he didn't he didn't just No, not just one punch. No. Nah. <laughs> but the thing is I was looking for the blood after that. I didn't see any blood. Yeah, that was disappointing. <laughs> we definitely needed blood on that court. <laughs> so let's further break this down. Jordan Caroline plays for Nevada. Yeah. Um there was some, obviously the details are still developing. This just happened uh, the day before we recorded this. So this happened Saturday uh, night. We are recording on a Sunday. Uh, so details are still coming out about this. But what we know so far is that after the game, the fans kind of rushed, not kind of, the fans <laughs> all rushed the floor. And then Jordan Caroline, uh, was upset after because apparently maybe some fans said something um, or that he got pushed. Yeah. Either punched. he got pushed. I, that's the thing. Details are still, yeah. I'm not seeing that's the thing. When I'm looking this up, I'm not seeing pushed punched anywhere. The, the coach 
was yelling, saying, where was that effing urgency when our players were being touched by the fans? So that whole word touched, we need to know what that means. Were they being punched? Were they being pushed? What were the Utah State fans doing to Nevada, to the basketball team that got them so riled up, so upset? At another point, uh, someone with Nevada can be heard saying, uh, that's unacceptable on your guys' part. That's your assistant coach. So apparently Utah State's assistant coach may have had some words with uh, some Nevada players. We really don't know right now. There was just a lot of unprofessionalism by the Utah State uh, arena. Bottom line, I don't think personally that fans should be able to rush the court. You and I spent a good 25 minutes looking at bylaws, trying to find if there were fines imposed by the Mountain West Conference for rushing the field and or court. We didn't find them, but we found numerous examples in the Pac-12, SEC, Big 12 yeah. uh, that it happens. But it's very dangerous. It's not just dangerous for the players. It's dangerous for the broadcasters, for referees. Um, you know, a lot of the officials that sit at the booth are older Um to say it kindly. So there's a lot of moving parts. And when you have 18 to 22 year old testosterone running mayhem is not a safe thing. No. And that's why I saw CBS sports star headline this morning, mountain West reviewing court storming heated post game incident after Nevada, Utah state game. But again, we don't, we didn't find any rules. We went through all the rules for the mountain West conference. Um, and try to find if there's some sort of fine for court storming. Again, like you said, we spent a good 25 minutes. We did not find anything. So I don't know if this will lead to some new rules, um, depending on, you know, what happened. Again, this is still a very fluid situation. We don't know what was said on the court. Um, we don't know what got the Nevada players so riled up. Um, we don't know. The Mountain West is supposed to be releasing a statement later. Um, so I'm watching that. If that comes down while we're recording, then, you know, we'll let everybody know. But do you think that there should be penalties or sanctions for fans being mean to players, opposing players, whether screaming you suck or I remember doing a Utah State San Diego State game and one of the San Diego State player had red dreads and they're they screamed, Cheeto, Cheeto, Cheeto. It's funny, but there's also kind of a racial slant to it, too, in my opinion. Um, and I've seen a lot of examples of Utah State fans being belligerent and mean to student athletes on the opposing. I think you got to take it on a case by case basis. Um, because, I mean, part of the game is talking trash yeah. and getting in the opposing team's head. So if somebody's yelling out, Cheeto, Cheeto. I'm cool with that. I mean, you're just trying to make fun of how their hair is. Um, (laughs) It is funny. But I mean, (laughs) when you start yelling racial things, when you start um, taking it too far, talking about like uh, Russell Westbrook was saying before when he uh, came to Utah um, playing the jazz, somebody was talking about his family. You know, like you don't, there's a line from a fan, you don't cross that line because nobody's coming to your job yelling at you in your, your cubicle talking about F your mom, yeah. F your dad, you suck, blah, 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 blah. So I think there's a, a line there, but I'm, I'm all for people speaking out and yelling things as long as it doesn't get 
personal. You know what I mean? When the University of Utah had that little rivalry with Oregon's team with uh, Dylan uh, Brooks and Jordan Bell, that team, I remember it was after the huge flop that Dylan Brooks did that, you know, was on SportsCenter and all that stuff. And the whole stadium, which was sold out, screamed, you're an a-hole, you're an a-hole, you're an a-hole. And he just kept pumping the crowd. You know, he was playing full heel. But that was the one that really came into my mind of that's kind of inappropriate. And I think that, you know, in a mob mentality, that can be dangerous. It can be dangerous in a mob mentality. Um, but I, like I said, I'm all for people speaking out, people getting into the game. But there's there's a line that you cannot cross. And we just have to find out what line was crossed in the game on Saturday night because we're hearing he said, she said reports, but nothing has come out. The Nevada players weren't available. Um, They didn't make the Nevada players, the coaches available for media after the game. So nobody knows really what was going on. Yeah, Utah State coach kind of kept out of it, but, you know, while emphasizing that they're the best fans in the country and – that, you know, his job was to bring back, you know, that the energy that that building's, you know, had. So so here's some tweets. Um, we kind of got a statement, but not really. Um, Nevada AD Doug, uh, what is it, Knuth? Knuth put out a statement Sunday in the form of a Twitter thread. Um, he says, we continue working closely with Utah State and the Mountain West Conference office to determine the facts of the emotional postgame events. I have also been in regular communication with Eric um, and our deputy AD who was at the game with them. We continue. Uh, no, then he says the hallway video shows an emotional young man responding to a highly charged game environment and a difficult loss. Our staff stepped in to support this young man. I appreciate coach the coach Eric maintaining a calm demeanor and helping his players and staff through a difficult situation. Coach Muse and I will continue gathering information and working with the MW office. We look forward to a full review by the mountain West conference office and will follow their lead on any needed response until then we move forward. Thank you. Go pack. I was hoping someone like, and how'd that all taste? You know, so it's <laughs> <laughs> he should have stirred it up a little bit. <laughs> but I mean, the thing that sticks out to me is that he was saying the coach was calm. What did he say? Where is it? Uh, there was nothing calm that happened in that <laughs> hallway. On <laughs> <No>. that hallway. <laughs> but I appreciate the coach stepping up and you know lighting into the the you know the security guards that were there he was lighting into them he was he was not calm he was protecting his players and sticking up for them and i'm not saying that he was outraged or anything but he definitely wasn't calm and he he was letting everybody know these are my players what happened just now is not okay and leave them alone like i'm here to protect them you know so it wasn't it wasn't calm but it wasn't it, I would say it was stern. The coach was very and, stern. And there's a quote here in that tunnel. There's a quote here in that tunnel where Muscleman is screaming. And here's this, here's the quote. That's unacceptable on your guy's part, and that's an assistant coach. Yeah, that's so, what I was saying earlier. Like the So yeah. the Utah State assistant coach allegedly said something, did something. Who knows? 
uh, is it good for basketball, this type of publicity going into March Madness? I think it's great. Because you know CBS, who actually yeah. drove into town to do this game, who's hosting the national championship this year at tournament, has got to be loving it. Anytime you have CBS Sports, they're, you're their main headline. When you have Michael Eaves from ESPN tweeting about it, it's good. Yeah, I think it, so too. I mean, hey, I'm a fan for exposure and this is whether it's good or bad the conversation is being had um maybe something positive will come out of this but i mean hey everybody's talking about utah state now it's all over all you can just google what happened last night it's all over all of the major networks they've all picked it up hell even black sports online picked it up (laughs) so one of the really cool things about the dean glenn smith spectrum is it only holds 10,200 students. Super tight, super loud. Acoustics are dynamic. It's, it's The floor is all the way on the bottom of the stadium, so all the fans are kind of level with it. And then it, at the top, it's, they're kind of on top of it. it. It's a cool little stadium. Do you think with the way college sport is now that maybe Utah should close off the upper bowl and keep it super tiny and super loud instead of having – so many dead seats for 20,000 students. Their Utah, University of Utah games need to be more intimate. Yes. Because when I'm there, everyone is spaced out. It feels like there's no one in there. And then I read the, uh, afterward, you know how we get the uh, the media release and it says like how many people were in attendance yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I always think they're lying because I'm like, there weren't that many people yeah. in attendance because you can be seated and then you can have nobody around you for five to 10 rows to the left of you, right of you, behind you, in front of you. I agree with that. Let's, you know, don't sell, only sell a select amount of seats, you know, um, and have people choose their tickets from those seating options. But I want a more intimate fan experience. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, like just even... I don't know. Like, it, it just seems like that would be better for the players, too, because mentally you're like, it's packed in here tonight. Yeah. We have a packed house. Let's give this crowd a show. Let's do our thing. Let's win this game. But everybody's so spaced out in there. It's it's It feels like no one is there. You know what college basketball and basketball in general is cool? <laughs> is all it takes is one great coach and one great player, and you can flip an arena. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what they do for uh, gymnastics, don't they do that? It, it seems like it's more intimate. No, with, no, gymnastics. Or it just sells, sells out. out. It, there's there's times, like during the Tory Wilson era, it was standing room only. They were selling standing. So the walk around at the top of the bowl was standing room only. And there were a whole bunch of fire marshal issues and everything. <laughs> but they sell out 17,000. I think this yeah. year their average attendant was 14,7, which led the country. Uh, for women just think about guys games and you know how spaced out it is in there compare that to a woman's basketball game yeah outside of connecticut and tennessee well just university of utah i'm talking about it's a bummer it's a real bummer um but if i'm an honest person i this year we didn't broadcast very many women's games but a priori to this season, the last five years, we've done every home game. And there was some really tough basketball to watch, to be honest with you. As passionate as I am for women's sport in Title IX and the how important it is to broadcast women, 
there's also was some really bad basketball. And it wasn't so much the other teams were bad, but our squad was really bad. And it's going to take time, you know. I think if Coach Lynn Roberts is here for another five years, I think you'll see that thing fill up a little bit more. It's sad because uh, last year I had more time to go cover some games. I went to. Yeah, you weren't Hollywood then. You know, I'm I'm giving speeches and speeches and stuff now. I'm booked. Book me. I gotta put a that in my uh, Instagram bio for bookings contact <laughs> or for bookings email. Blah 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 blah. No, you're really adorable because you don't respond to my podcast needs. And when you really should be like, man, I don't have time for your podcasting talk. Yeah, right. That's what uh, uh, my coworker and I, we're about to, we're starting to work on a documentary. Um, it's going to be, it's dope. It's going to be magnificent. It's on domestic violence. Um, we're just putting stuff together, so I don't want to talk about it too much. But the point is, she was like, you need to get your head in the game. You you can't be podcasting. You can't be doing this and that. I said, I can do everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it all. But anyway. Yeah, keep talking. We'll see all these uh, lawsuits come up with this alleged documentary spike real quick. Oh, this, it's <laughs> Brittany Johnson's great. mine. <laughs> Back off, next star. Back off, everyone. <laughs> Oh, wait, I probably shouldn't have said that because we're not doing it through Netstar. <laughs> oh, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> so anyway. Um, but congratulations. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. But where I was going with all of that, I guess, was going to some of the games last year, the women's basketball games. They'd be, you know, if they play on a Sunday. Yeah. Always or play a Saturday. on Sundays. Yeah. They, uh, some of the media, you know, I'm down there. Um, oh, taking photos and stuff. And then some of the media guys from different outlets. Um, hell, oh. I got a sign to come here on a Sunday when I can be at home. Blah, 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 blah. So it's just, you know, a lot of them don't want to be there either. But yeah, so a lot of media hate getting stuck going to cover women's basketball at the U. That's because they don't get fed, like at the jazz games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they don't get to be in the locker rooms and stuff. So no. It's, it's um, it, you know, I, I, I can't say anything more than I wish that people in the city would go and support more women's sport. They show up at BYU Volleyball. They show up at gym, uh, Utah Gymnastics. What's and, going you on? Know, Utah soccer does okay when they have good teams come in. What's going on with the BYU mascot? I just saw he a headline. He came out as gay. Okay, I just saw a headline yeah. um, saying Cosmo. something like Cosmo came out of the of the of yeah, the bag or something like that. <laughs> but I just kind of bypassed. Yeah, it. Yeah, he came out as uh, homosexual and was. I think he just graduated and was completely concerned that people wouldn't love him anymore. That he had tarnished um, the great Cosmo image, and so, you know, so that that's a dialogue for the LDS uh, people and community that. Because uh, that dance squad, you talk about being respected. There were times in the last couple of years where the BYU dance squad was better than the football I team. I know. <laughs> and it was a better show than the football game. And, oh, man. You know, he was That's probably sad. just as instrumental as anyone on that dance squad. So, so I remember. And he went it, viral a lot, too. Well, last year, I think it was, when they really went viral, like nationwide. Yeah. Um 
my cousins started texting me and they were like, this, 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 this is Utah? Right? No, they were like, they were like, this is, hold up, hold up. This is Utah? And I'm like, yeah, BYU. They was like, the, that's the Mormon school. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, the affiliate with LDS church. Them white girls can dance. I was like, oh my God. Dance is huge in this state. Yeah. Uh, so it's gymnastics. Weber State's dance squad is the Utah Jazz squad and yeah. the dunk team. And, you know, they, at least a lot of the alumnus come from there. Dance is huge. Yeah. I need to get back into dancing. Me too. <laughs> I've been working on that truffle shuffle quite a bit. It's beautiful. Can we can we see some? Let me uh, record My electric some slide videos. smooth. <laughs> oh, God. Getting all the ladies. There was this. Uh, you ever see me pop lock? No, let me see you pop lock and drop it right here. <laughs> we'll put the video up on the blog. Don't tempt me, Brittany Johnson. <laughs> Yo, so moving on, I want to talk about the Lakers. Okay. Did, Did you, you see, see LeBron James walk off the court the other day? <laughs> this, this is how we're going to set this up. We're going to set this up with a little Snoop Dogg. Okay. I, I got a surprise for you. Okay, so... This was Snoop Dogg's video that he released uh, or that he tweeted or put on Instagram, whatever, after the Lakers lost to the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Snoop Dogg's reaction to that. Devin Booker's the man. Bad year, man. It was terrible watching my Steelers play this year. And it's fucking terrible watching my Lakers play. Somebody got to go. Fuck the shit. Somebody got to go. Matter of fact, a lot of go. Starting with the coach. Well, this shit ain't going to work. This is not the L.A. way. Ship all the niggas out. Get a slave ship and ship all them sorry motherfuckers wow. the fuck out of here. Sick of this trying to act like it's going to be all right. It's going to be cool. They going to figure it out. They going to grow. These sorry motherfuckers ain't going to do shit. Nothing. Get LeBron some fucking help. Because these goofballs ain't going to do shit. They sorry. They fucking suck. I'm selling my fucking booth right now. I got a booth for the next two years, three years. This year, y'all can have it. $5 for the motherfucking booth to the Laker games. $5 is the price. Anybody can have it. All the homies hit me. Blow me up right now. Kuzma. (laughs) That Kuzma life. What do you think about I had to say that as a surprise for you because I figured you would really Where like Where do I it. start to edit? I know, right? That's the only problem here. A lot of that has to be edited. <laughs> Luke Walton to UCLA. I'm all about it. Let's do it. Dude, Luke Walton, why did he even... He should have just chilled. He should Just stay at Golden, Golden State. State. Yeah. He should have just stayed. Sometimes people know your role. Luke Walton, you ain't the man. Just chill. Just chill with Golden State, rake up your championships, get the money, and then retire. You didn't have to do anything. Oh, sh- <laughs> A man's pride. <laughs> I am great sitting the bench and getting a ring. I ain't got to do nothing. I'll be a practice player. He did that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> he should be used to it. And now His you want to step that, up. Right? <laughs> so do you, what do you think? I know the Lakers haven't been the best team obviously yeah. um but they they did have a run in the western they did have a chance in the western conference before his groin got hurt yeah we're gonna get into that because i think he's a p word um 
I think it was trade rumors and LeBron's groin that messed up the season. Yeah. You totally destroyed the locker room. Why would anybody want to be a Laker? Lance Stevenson's always going to be a Laker. Lance Stevenson. (laughs) (laughs) My guy. I mean. Shaq came out and was like, I was traded six times. Like, grow up. But the thing is, too, there's a difference. Nobody was. Shaq wasn't on a team to where. The, he was the star player, so there was no... They called him trash in Boston, though. Yeah, but there was no other person that was demanding Shaq be traded from the team. That's you true. didn't have a player like LeBron saying, trade them all, I want a whole new team. You had Kobe trying to get him traded. But the difference is, Kobe never... Kobe. This is why I respect Kobe better more than LeBron. One, Kobe never took to the media to say, I want, I want to trade my entire team. I want Anthony Davis. He said, yeah, he would like to play with certain players, obviously. Um, But it was never, I want to trade my entire young core and draft picks. And I want to get a, I want to get Anthony Davis. There was never that talk. Kobe Bryant did say all the time, we suck. He put it as we he didn't distinguish himself from Not anybody else. Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember clearly uh, he was on Jimmy Kimmel when the Lakers won. Um, so do you trade they, LeBron? Just give him his own team. But Kobe was on Jimmy Kimmel, and it was like when Nick Young famously celebrated after they finally like got a win. That was a good moment. And he was <laughs> just like, we can't do things like that. We, 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 it's always we, it's not, we know who you're talking about, but you're a team. Mm. LeBron is, would have been like, yeah, Nick Young sucks. You can't be celebrating like that. Anthony Davis would celebrate like that. Give me an Anthony Davis. I think LeBron and Anthony Davis should have their own team. Le Davis. Le Davis. Le Davis. It's a good choice. And they should just play everyone. If you want him on your team so bad, just create a new team in the league. It'll be you two mofos, and then you go out and play everybody. You take the Splash Bros or Lil Davis? <laughs> I'm taking the Splash Bros. Me too. <laughs> Lillard and uh, McComb or uh, Lil Davis? Lillard. I'm going with Lillard. That's a tough one. I'm going with Lillard. Okay. Why wouldn't you? Lowry or Kyle Lowry and... Uh, Who's the superstar in the Raptors? Old Spurs guy. Kawhi uh, Leonard. My boo. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard. You take those two or the Davis? I got to go with the Davis. Kawhi. If. if Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum. It depends. Or no, 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 no. Hold on. Because Kawhi, I don't want the Toronto Kawhi. Okay. I don't want that one. Gobert, Mitchell, Le Davis. La Davis, like yeah. just Fox, Bagley or La Davis. La Davis, and that would change in three years, most likely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, but who are you gonna build around nickname. them? La Davis. <laughs> who are you gonna build around them? Like I said, it's yeah. La Davis. It's their La team. Davis. Just them. that's it. Just them. <laughs> it's just those two. Cheese Jay Reddick. Ty Lue can come along. <laughs> Since he's about to be coach the new Lakers up. coach anyway. <laughs> Didn't he almost die like twice last year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But the thing is, the Ty Lue LeBron relationship works out so well, I think, because Ty Lue knows his role. Yeah. He knows it ain't his team. It ain't his team. It's <laughs> LeBron's. I'm gonna just come in and collect this check. Yeah. I'm gonna just come in and be like, I'm the coach. Let me do my media. Let me do whatever. Can if- you imagine if LeBron James would have been drafted by Jerry Sloan? <laughs> Watching LeBron sit for a year. (laughs) There would be so many memes if LeBron had to sit for a year. He would have. Stockton sat. Williams sat. Here's the thing, though. What I don't like about LeBron, just play. You're trying to be the GM. You're trying to be the coach. Like, you're doing too much. The ambassador. Yeah, you're doing way too much. country's leader. And then you have Jeannie Buss out here talking about, uh, it's fake news that uh, <laughs> that there's the, the Tatiana is speaking out. <laughs> Have you seen her Twitter, Abby? I wonder if it's still the same. It was like her laying like half naked a couple years ago. Well, let me search right now. Uh, let me see. It was just, I don't. It was like her laying across the bed or something like that. I don't know uh, what Phil it, Jackson's bed. Yeah, she was like <laughs> super Tatiana. I still don't get that. Um, one. Phil Jackson's sexy, but she, oh, <laughs> he is that limp. How about that mustache back in the 90s? I love it. Wow. My mom thinks Phil Jackson was cute, too. Wow. Um, um, but no, she tried to say that it was fake news, that there was no disruption in the locker room. The trade rumors were fake news. No, they weren't. Oh, wow. Is This still- one here? Yeah. <laughs> it's still there. Can that be our blog photo? that's the owner of the lakers that's so thirsty well obviously it's not working the picture's not getting great people to town wow should we play tatiana again (laughs) what do you think gil miller has to say about that and her i mean that you talk about polar opposites of team ownership gil miller um, who's considered a saint, you know, and I know that there's she, a lot of stories about if her she too, went to, If Gail Miller went to L.A., I bet you she'd have a picture like that. <laughs> oh, not in this world. <laughs> not in this world. Brittany the Johnson. real Gail Miller. <laughs> no. If she went to go be the owner of the Lakers, we would see the real Gail Miller. She would have a genie bus photo. You in imagine a the work she'd do on Skid Row. She would. Man, the, <laughs> those meals would be phenomenal. She would be like, I can finally release the real me. <laughs> Food for everybody. <laughs> that oh. is the most impressive photo of everything. You've never seen that no, photo? No, I didn't tweet about it, though. Hold on. Jeannie Buss is a legend. Well, she's covered up. I was wrong. She wasn't across Phil Jackson's bed. She should be, too. There's, a, there's not much going on there. CEO, co-owner of the Lakers, and she's got basketball as, as her breast assist. You like? No. What if you were recruit? What if you were a basketball player, right, and you were being recruited by the Lakers? She doesn't want to win a championship. <laughs> it's all about her. That's that's the first thing I see. I wouldn't even let my friends. That's been up there forever. Like. If it's still her, uh, it's still her Abby. Yeah. Oh, my that's blown. um. I saw that when I was living in L.A. I moved out here in 2014 to Utah, so that's been up there forever. She's obviously impressed with herself. So is Phil Jackson. 
Wonder what he's got to say about that. I wonder what Kyle Kuzma thinks about it. I mean, he is the face of the franchise. No, he's not. Oh, that's Lonzo, right? No. No. LeVar. LeVar, he's about to get shipped I can't wait to. for the rap CD that comes out in June when what? he gets traded. <laughs> <laughs> you think he'll get traded? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> what? We need Snoop Dogg to make some decisions. Coach Snoop. I like him. He's won a national championship, hasn't he, in uh, Pee Wee football? He should, yeah, he should yeah. just come in and coach. Uh-huh. I'm all about it. That would be funny as heck. As long as we can get YG at the Jazz. <laughs> he was just here. I know, uh, he's always here. Last month? No, actually, it'd be Post Malone would be our coach. He bought a house here. Uh, There was the funniest video. Uh, oh, shoot, I got to find the screenshot. If That needs to be our... um our thing for this episode it's like showing yg take a picture next to post malone and he's like this and like yg looks really good right and then post malone looks like his hair's messed up (laughs) he looks homeless he's got tattoos on his face and then molly in park city (laughs) but like the reporters like reporters uh in news we share that one we share that a lot that meme because it's like they always say your reporter and your photo talk. <laughs> How the oh. reporter looks and then the photo. Oh, photog. you guys are talking shit about your photogs. Of course. Wow. We talk shit about each other all the time. But no, the thing some is, of we us make you look. Well, I don't know. Oh, no. Don't. We say it to I each other's face. Well, that's another thing. You have to be nice to your photogs because then photogs will put you under. There was another thing where a photog put a girl underneath a sign. What was it? I know. We, weren't we looking at it together? Um, you know how where it spelled I've out seen. like something, <laughs> yeah, something yeah. Provo- like he lined her up perfectly <laughs> underneath the words so that <laughs> and framed her up so it said something like dirty or whatever. Um, a good photo would take a bullet for you. Yeah, and stop. I mean, robbery. but a good reporter would also do the same for That's their true. for their photo. If you got a good photo journalist and a good journalist together, you can you can change the world. And that's what, stop wars. that's what Paige and I are about to do. Damn right, you two should. She's amazing. I mean, photogs that we have at ABC4, John Austin, Paige Robinson, those two, amazing. Yeah, those Pac-12 like photogs, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Y'all got to stop zooming in so fast. Or cut. Y'all got to follow the ball. Nah, what was allegedly. It? Allegedly. What, what we don't was need it? To, we, don't, we don't cover touchdowns anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. Th- okay, that's what it was. The touchdown. And I thought I was the only one who missed that. Nope, the the whole world missed it. <laughs> right along with Dennis Bermuda. Let's put a name on it. Can we just, so people, we talked about this on the podcast before, yeah. but just remind everybody what we're talking about. When Oregon played against Utah this year in Utah, we had a camera guy who was up top, and his job was to follow the ball, and he didn't follow the ball twice, and there were two touchdowns that happened that no one who watched television saw. They saw the aftermath <laughs> of the touchdown, but they did not see the alleged touchdown. And I thought I was the only one. I thought something was wrong There with are a lot like of things that TV. went wrong in Vegas with that one. <laughs> did this happen or did this not? Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! So we also want to talk Ole Miss, mm. um, and about some players, their basketball team, um, who took a knee during the national anthem. While there was a white supremacy uh, 
protest or meeting going so, on down the street. Well, there was that's what they found out after, you know. Um they were saying they put two and two together, like uh the coaches and stuff put two and two together, um, saying they had some people marching down the street with Confederate flags and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they wanted to make it clear they do not go to Ole Miss. And they were trying to front like they were, you know, mm. uh, part of Ole Miss. So the players took a knee, to my understanding, because they said, that's not who we are. We're, they're naive. They don't even belong to Ole Miss. Let's get that negativity and all that kind of stuff off the campus. Like, we don't support that. That is not Ole Miss. That is not who we are. Even though Ole Miss was real late to the game, taken down. <laughs> We're still late to the game. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've got a lot of issues with the national anthem. I think it's time it just goes away in sport. I one of my best friends who I broadcast with all the time almost got fired for eating a slice of pizza during the national anthem. The thing is, I feel fired. Weird. I feel weird. An athletic director wanted him fired for eating a slice of pizza during yeah. while he's working. It's. Well, see, that brings up my next point. I'm working and the national anthem is playing. If I'm somewhere like uh, like the town hall meeting I was at at Sandy, they started with like the a pledge allegiance to the floor, like the nat- something they did something. And I was like, do I do it? I'm working, mm. you know, um, they uh, I pray all the time. But, like, for the city council meeting, they start in prayer. Then I'm like, wait, I'm a journalist. I'm covering it. Mm-hmm. Do I also pray or do I not? And then if I don't, are people looking at me like... They are looking at you. And so that's what I feel like when I'm ever out covering sports or covering whatever it is, and they do the national anthem, if I don't participate, I feel like, oh, people are looking at me, and she's black, and she doesn't want to participate in the national anthem. I have to hold my baseball hat in my teeth at jazz games while I'm coiling the national anthem open. That's uncomfortable. Some people say, well, don't wear a hat then. Well, that's fine, but I, I'm, a, I'm a Jewish man. I wear a hat. It's that or a keeper. You, 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 you make the decision, America. But I'm t- I, the day when my buddy almost got fired for eating a slice of pizza, I was just like, this is insane. Because the thing is, you're working. You're working. Yeah. So it's that could be his only time to It was his only eat. time. And it was a doubleheader game, and we were 11 hours into a broadcast, and he hadn't had a lunch break. Legally, he's entitled to eat. You know? Yeah. Um, and I was just watching this, and I ended up having to get corporate phone calls about it, you know, for more on my side, because I ended up having to talk to the athletic director, and he looked at me in my eyes, and he goes, she'll never be here again. And I said, he's one of the best broadcasters in the country. Anything you can do, you can't just let this go. And he goes, no. That's the thing. People are so caught up in this. And like the Ole Miss players wanted to make a point. Who are you to take a man's livelihood from Colin Kaepernick or my buddy? Well, that's the thing. And and everybody's getting it misconstrued. And like the Ole Miss players had to really state, you know, go out there and say they're not against the military. They're not against America. You know, they're, they, the reason why they did it was for because there was a Confederate rally going on outside. Yeah. Yet they're being judged by people sitting on their chairs and reading newspapers. Oh, those 
you know, and it's, yeah. like, get rid of this silly thing. It's becoming a divisive issue, and so it's not a unifying thing like they, like our masters want it to be. It's divisive. Get rid of it. There's other ways that we, why do we, why if I go to a ball game, do I have to show my patriotism? That should be a personal thing between me, God, and my government. Yeah. Shouldn't be up for display with my neighbors, in my opinion. Well, I mean, that wasn't, they didn't always do the national anthem before sporting events. I never did it as a little boy. When I played baseball and even in high school, we never did it. When I played in the Ojai tournament, we never did it. And Ojai has always been a giant tournament. It's one of the biggest tournaments in the world. It crosses over just tennis lines, you know, and it, yeah. it's, it's silly. But maybe it's because I do it 250 times a year, so maybe I, I'm tired of it. <laughs> I did I just, do it twice yesterday. The second time I was like, you got to be kidding me. I just feel like I'm forced to do it because, like, for your job, if I'm out there and I'm representing my job, mm -hmm. then people look at me and they're like, oh, she's black and she works for ABC and she doesn't want to do this. And that's what my buddy brought up when in our in the investigation that had to happen. Yeah. He goes, they go, well, this isn't about you. This is about you being employed by this network. And he goes, no, this is about me and my constitutional rights. Yeah. So I don't know. So he did get suspended. It's stupid. Uh, he lost like five games, which it's a ton is of money. A, it's a month's rent. If not a little bit more, you know, He'll never get that back. Yo, the rent is too damn high. The rent is too damn high. <laughs> you remember that video? I I, <laughs> I worship that video. <laughs> that is my anthem. <laughs> and that is going on the end of this podcast. The rent is too damn, damn high. high. Gonna make a trap song out of it. <laughs> that with Tatiana. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the rent is Tatiana too damn high. Tatiana. <laughs> Wayne Thompson Jr., get on this. How is Wayne? He's busy. He's always busy. He's a little diva. Yeah, that's what I call him. Yeah. Oh. We'll have to get him in here. That's what he always says. He's you won't like, get him out this building for six hours. But. I know. That's what he always <laughs> says. Let's do it. Let's do it. Blah, 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 oh, blah. I'd love to. No, I know. He. That's the thing. I think... Him and I are the same into where we take on too much stuff. Two peas in a pod. And you can't really handle it all, but you want to do it all. Mm -hmm. Because it's just, you want to do it. Yeah. But then. Never say no. Yeah. Every, everything doesn't get your all 100%. Mm -hmm. The important thing is you're here for a short time on this earth. Make sure you have love in your life, that you're joyful, and that you find a job that you can generally have passion about but that also puts food on your table yeah we're not gonna i'm missing in all of those categories we're not gonna talk about young. love in my life you're young um we're not gonna talk you're about 26 who who's who in this room is 26 <laughs> oh you're not oh shoot i'm getting old okay <laughs> what do you think about the nba going to africa love it love it love it love it I, I hope they open the league down. I know they're talking about opening the league, but I mean, I hope they really can. Um, I hope it's managed well. 
I hope yeah. that some of the dictators don't get involved. I was just about to say, I hope there's no corruption. <laughs> this is Africa, right? <laughs> oh, God. I hope there's no corruption. But there's man. been some beautiful stories that have come out of, yeah. um, you know, with Manute Bull's family and, and Bede's family. I mean, there's... Dikembe Mutemba almost yeah. cried. Yeah, he because probably, he was every so day ha- he probably does. Yeah, because he was just like, he said, you made my dreams come true. Yeah to the commissioner it's going to change the league the league's going to get really long i mean they've got seven footers there in kenya um you know who are israeli citizens that are a legitimate seven five with uh, a 12 foot wingspan i mean th- there's going to be repercussions from bringing the length in of do you have to change the dynamics of the court yeah. do you have to widen it do you have to because race once, around yeah once they start seeing all these guys playing mm-hmm. africa and they're stature and you know what they can do and all that they're going to be coming over to the nba you think it's impressive that duran at 611 shooting threes wait till a seven foot yeah minute bull son bulbul from Mm -hmm. oregon he's been injured this year he was like a 40 percent three-point shooter and he's seven five he's skinny as a rail yeah but remember his father who could barely dribble and now his son was i don't know where he'll be drafted because he hurt his foot but i got a great photo of him when he came to town, I was like, that, that's Bobo. Because I was so excited at the beginning of the year that the Pac-12 got him. Yeah. And we never got to see it, really. But how amazing is that? So the the teams are going to be, let's see. So this will launch in 2020. Uh, we have that instead of the AAF in Utah? <laughs> let's see. Where are the teams going to be? Uh, Angola, Egypt, Kenya, Morocco, Nigeria, Rwanda, Senegal, South South Africa, and Tunisia. No Congo? No. No Ethiopia? Nope, not yet. Not Ethiopia. I know. You think with the Israeli money that they might be able to... Because that is the original mm-hmm. Jerusalem. Yeah. So, I mean, mm. I'm not there. Um, they're going to play nearly 45 games beginning in January and culminating with a championship in March. That's a very short season. That's dope. I want, so are we going to get a world basketball organization then? I don't know. Because you can't do the Olympics because they would get split into countries. Which yeah. USA basketball has a giant advantage so, over the rest of the world. So do you just, well, I mean, put do you in, put a team together? Like how they do the dream team? You know what I mean? Or how they, it's the same thing with see, the that's Olympics not, here. Because the you, big leagues are in Israel and Europe. And then... Um, that's a lot of travel for them to get up there, though. Yeah. That's not fair. But do they put together the best players from all the different countries and just you know represent Africa you know as a whole? how deep that's going to be in, like, 20 years? Dude, everybody's going to walk in. They're going to be eight <sighs> feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to want to play them? They're going to be eight feet tall. Yeah. So I think that's what Wait you... Wait till they get them on steroids. But I think that's what you have to do, though, is you're going to have to grab the best players from the country and then have just represent Africa as a whole. That's the worst thing that's ever happened to Australian basketball, ever. That's what you're going to have to do. Wow, that that's going to cha- That's going to revolutionize basketball. That's cool. That's the best story the I've heard in The only thing is, though, I'm just... I want more of a season, January to March. But the thing is, you're traveling. Like, th- those are huge. On dirt roads. Yeah. Uh, in war-torn nations. 
Uh, who knows? I mean, they do have planes, though. You've seen the airports in some of those parts of the world? Yeah. You ever been to Morocco? I went to Morocco. How was it? But I mean, it's 2019. <laughs> some stories for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I have a ton of friends who go to Nigeria all the time. They're from there. Uh-huh. All that. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's, know much. I just. Yeah. I, I haven't studied that. It's well developed. in a long time, but I think it's cool. We'll see. I just wish it was a little longer, not January to March, maybe like at least half the year. But time. I don't know. Give them time. It's hard but to start maybe, up a league. Yeah, but maybe it's so short because you don't have that many countries. Or that many players. Yeah. I mean, how many rec rooms are there on the continent? Probably not a whole lot in terms of... Africa's not a continent, if you ask Sarah Palin. Oh, you're about to make me think everything. <laughs> not a continent, <laughs> She can see Russia. She's an idiot. Where is she? Does it matter? Yeah, it does, because I want to know where she's at now. She's probably got a talk show with Lewinsky. Let's see. And where was her daughter? Didn't her daughter? (laughs) Oh, God. I wonder if her daughter and the baby daddy are still together. No, they broke up, didn't they? this country. (laughs) Is that the new rule? Yeah, you get someone pregnant and you leave them? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. So, what do you have? You been following um, the Kardashian news with Tristan Thompson? He's and, in a uh, whole different league uh, than I am. And Chloe uh, Kardashian. <laughs> I don't think I'd cheat on that. <laughs> but everybody does. I'm not a cheater. No, 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 no. Everyone That's cheats the thing. on her. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Huh. Maybe she's rigid, as they say. Here's the here's the first thing that comes up when I Google Sarah Palin. Where is Sarah Palin? Yeah. Here's the headline: Sarah Palin's husband Todd sues son's friend in Alaska over fishy situation. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Palin thinks he fell hook, line, and sinker for a scam that cheated him out of thousands of dollars in fishing profits. And he believes one of his son's best friends is responsible. <laughs> That's what came up when I Googled where is Sarah Palin. Hit up your buddy AJ who's working up there. I know, right? He needs to dig into that. <laughs> oh, man. What else is going on in the world? What do you think about the AAF Football League? I mean, how long is it going to last? It's weird. I saw Heinz Ward on the field yesterday. <laughs> He's fat. It's what's the point in it? There's no point. It's ridiculous. It was pounding snow. There must have been 800 people in the in the field. There's no point. At the end of the day, they, they didn't seem to be playing that hard either. Um, and it's a waste. Better. Fo- I saw better football on a, on a Pac-12 field than I saw on the AAF. But I, think, I think the logos and the names are ridiculous. The Stallions and Apollos. Get out of here. You got Starter making their jerseys. But it but it makes no for fun. No one had fun, a puff coat either. It makes for fun Tinder swipes. I'm sure it does for you folks. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> you just leave me with the five mom I options, go, all right? What are you doing here? Oh, you must play for the Stallions. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what you were doing last night? <laughs> no, last night I was at the comedy club seeing Donnell Rawlings, and then I came home. It was way past my bedtime. I can't hang anymore. I'm too old. Like, the show started at 930, and I asked my girlfriend like two or three times, what time is it? Yeah. <laughs> but he went on for a while. He he was dope. He was really funny. Um, Why I did wish... they put him at South Jordan then if he was that funny? The West Jordan one? Yeah. Where else would he be? Downtown? Yeah. He did. He had two nights. Good for um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I have no idea. I don't know what kind of thought goes into that. But I'm glad it wasn't downtown. Because I didn't want to drive downtown. So that was perfect for me. <laughs> More people should come to. <laughs> I'm in the hood in Midvale. <laughs> the murder capital of Utah. <laughs> the murder capital of the world. <laughs> what up? Oh, God. Where are you from? Mid Valley. <laughs> yep. Yo, they have some. I am on the train track, literally. <laughs> <laughs> they have some pretty good taco stands out there do they do how about it for food <laughs> yeah there's Even really nothing McDonald's to eat at Mc- i am so tired of going through the mcdonald's drive-thru and saying can you please give me some fresh fries <laughs> and can i get some salt because they don't put no salt on them you put salt on your fries yes because wow. they don't put they just take them out the greaser and put them in the bag you should never need to salt your fries i know never Rude. that mcdonald's is tripping it's either they're really hot, like just out and have no salt, so they're nasty, or they're just really cold. Yeah. I can't win. Well, God bless you, Brittany Johnson. And God bless Keep you all. Keep up the good fight. <laughs> 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 all right, Sasha Bloom, that's it for us on this episode of Dropping Dimes. Make sure, are you uh, tweeting? Please? Yeah, totally. All right, where can people find Bloom you? Bloom underscore Twitter? Sasha on Twitter and Instagram. And then find me, Twitter, what's my, at B Johnson TV. And then my Instagram now is Brittany Johnson TV. Yeah, leave us one star, too, on uh, iTunes Review, please. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, there was your boy, Tony. I think I think you like, don't you know Tony? Trujillo? Yeah. He just passed by. Cool. Let's go out the back door. <laughs> That's it for us. See y'all. Peace. Follow the show. Represent the rent is too damn high party. People working eight hours a day and 40 hours a week to some a third job. Women can't afford to take care of their children, feed their children breakfast, lunch, and dinner. My main job is to provide a roof over your head, food on the table, and money in your pocket. This is politics as usual. Playing a silly game. It's not going to happen. The rent too damn high movement. The people I'm here to represent can't afford to pay their rent. They're being laid off right now as I speak. They can't eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Listen, someone's stomach, chill, child's stomach just growl. Did you hear it? Gotta listen like me. Okay. Let's talk about the issue. Mr. Mr. Cuomo, 30 seconds for you, sir. Ready.